Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. By Conley, picked up by Niang, outlet to Oni, leaves it behind for Clarkson. Feet set, ball wet, splash, transition three. Bogdanovich looking over the scene, skip past to O'Neal, rotates the corner, Clarkson left corner, got it. Push ahead to Conley, to the corner, Bogdanovich, come on, Bogey, got it. Now a Gobert pick, they work the pick and roll, low left hand dribble, in the pocket, step back jumper, Mike Conley, yes you can. Hear me roar. <laughs> Locke, so emotional with these Jazz games, man. He's a big-time fan, that's for sure. The Jazz, they go into Memphis and win a nail-biter. Oh, is it? No, it's a knuckle-biter. I mean, it's that knuckle deep. Knuckle-biter. Knuckle-biter. Was it a knuckle? Was it that deep? Uh, they had some tense moments there down the stretch. Oh, man, I know. I was on the edge of my seat. They got that thing. I thought they were in control. I thought they were going to have it, and they did get it. They're the better team. The thing that I liked is that they had uh, Mitchell not playing, and Bogdanovich stepped up. That's good. Good news for him. He didn't necessarily shoot the ball that well, but he shot it well from three, five of 12. So that's what they're after. So good for them. They get the win. uh, Move to 36 and 11. 25 games to go, right, if my math is correct? Correct. That's a nice, uh, even number to understand. 25, eh, sort of in the home stretch, I guess. That's still a fair amount of games. A lot of things can happen, though. Uh, But you got to like where they're at, and they come home now. Got the Bulls on, what, uh, tomorrow, right? Friday night, yep, Uh, tomorrow night. The schedule, yeah. Still got a a whole bunch of home games coming up. Yeah, you got Chicago uh, Friday, Orlando Saturday. Yeah, I mean, those are two uh, crummy teams. They, they handled the Bulls last week and uh, Orlando now that we're in April, I guess, uh, last month. So uh, no reason why they don't uh, push the streak out to seven, why they don't push it out to nine. We'll just go with the rest of the week here. Uh, they're playing better, that's for sure. And not playing great teams, but they're winning and good for them. So that's the Jazz. They get that win. We'll have more on that, obviously, coming up at 730. Got a little thing we got to tell you about, too, at that time. So stay with us right here at 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Hashtag NBA. Robinson goes baseline. Robinson, oh, he got right around Turner like he was a lamppost. Covington holds the ball at the top of the key, gives it to Nurkic. Now for Dame, who's cutting, and he puts in the reverse layup for two. And Dwayne Casey wants timeout. Luka to his right, behind his back left, stepping back, 30-footer, good! Oh, Goodness, what a shot that was! Middleton lobbed, Giannis caught it, slam it. Deuces to Giannis. Bucks by 12. Booker on the drive, Booker to the rim, score it, Devin Booker, and he has 45 on the night. My understanding all along was that I was going to get a buyout. And uh, if I was going to be traded, it was going to be to a team in the Northeast uh, where I was closer to home and I'd be able to see my family for the last, you know, two or three months of the season. Obviously, that didn't happen. J.J. Redick, that's him there, criticizing the Pelicans for he was uh, jettisoned off to Dallas at the trade deadline. Executive VP David Griffin, quote, did not honor his word 
and didn't send J.J. to Brooklyn. Instead, he gets to make millions of dollars playing for the Dallas Mavericks for a couple of more months. And then he could be with his family every day. And then he could retire, and he's made enough money where he doesn't have to work again, if that's what he chooses. So he could literally be with them every day after there. Do you have sympathy for that? I mean, everybody wants uh, what they want. And he didn't get an opportunity to be closer to his family in Brooklyn, the Northeast. Uh, so he want to go to Brooklyn, too? What's up, everybody? Go to Brooklyn. On to the Kumbo brothers. There's three of them in the league. They made uh, a little bit of history. All three of them were on the floor. Two were with Milwaukee, one's with the Lakers. And the Bucks win 112 to 97. Second time. I think the first time happened uh, last season, uh, 2019. The Holiday, the Holiday Brothers, brothers yep. Drew, Aaron, and Justin, all of them, they're former Bruins, I believe, played for UC Correct. Los Angeles, right? So they got that going on there. And I mean, that's noteworthy, I guess, to have three of them. I think the baseball, the Alu Brothers, there's three of them. I don't know that it's ever been done uh, beyond that. Has it been done in the NFL? I'm not sure. Uh, How about did your the major... Watt Brothers all play together at one point? Maybe, I don't know. Uh, I don't know about that. And I think there might have been three Gronkowskis, too. There were the, the Gronk family as well, yeah. How about uh, MLS? We got that? I mean, that, that, that's your guys. <laughs> I would not be able to tell you off the top of my head. guy tells me, I uh, saw him, met, met him uh, the other day, and he tells me, you tell DJ, man, that I am sick of having to wade through all those soccer highlights to get to your television segment at 11 o'clock on Sundays. And I said, well, uh, I'll be sure to tell them, but you won't have to wait through that anymore. <laughs> I don't do TV anymore, but uh, there you go. Uh, so the Bucks uh, go ahead and beat the Lakers in Los Angeles, as we expected, because they still don't have their guys. So they're going to struggle. They're 30 and 18, speaking of the Lakers. Drummond got a little bit of run. That game was on after the Jazz game. I tried to watch it a little bit until it got out of hand. He only played 14 minutes. Uh, didn't have much of an impact. Uh, obviously, uh, really nobody had much of an impact as the Lakers continue to struggle big time there until they get the two studs back and then Masuer at Booker. Devon, Devin Booker, as you can call him Devontae, that'd be the running back for the Utes. Devin Booker goes off for 45 points. As the Bulls are in Phoenix and they lose by five points. High scoring game, 121-116. And we just said the Bulls will be here tomorrow night. Uh, Nets uh, were down uh, against the Rockets, had to come back. The big story is that James Harden said he had uh, tightness in his hamstring. So he left the game there, showed him sitting around. So we'll see what that injury is, if that's something that's going to linger. Still, now that we're in April, we still got uh, six, seven weeks before the playoffs start, so there's plenty of time to get going on that. Doncic has a big night, uh, 36, as the Mavs beat the Celtics. Celtics continue to bomb, man. They, that is the biggest mystery, I think, this season, is how bad they are uh, after last year being pretty good with uh, pretty much the same guys. Now they made some trades now. See what they got going forward. And the Blazers with Lillard goes off for 33, and they win. All right, that's the stuff I'm going to tell you about in the NBA. And if I didn't tell you about your team, you can look it up. But I'm pretty sure I already did right here at 97.5, 1280 to zone. 
hashtag NFL. In fairness to Cam, I'm not sure he had the proper weapons around him last year, and then he got COVID, and there were a lot of things that happened. And I don't know that Jared has ever really gotten a fair shot, so we have to wait and see what happens. That was Robert Kraft, and obviously they got him out of bed to give you uh, his thoughts on the quarterback situation with the Patriots. Sounded like he was half asleep there. And Cam Newton, we'll see. Uh, I kind of like the guy I watch him play. I'd like to see him uh, do well. But, yeah, the the Patriots didn't have enough weapons uh, on either side of the ball. I think that's obvious. They weren't good at all. Obviously, we know that. Two more fall suits. What are we up to, Yaka, on the Deshaun Watson Somewhere situation? Somewhere around 20 lawsuits filed, but then But 18 the women yeah. now have come out and said they didn't feel uncomfortable or that uh, Watson didn't demand anything outside the scope of a professional massage. The thing that I don't understand, so we're now into the range of almost 40 ladies that yeah. he's had massages from that's, I, that's I said this on twitter yesterday i'm like how many massage therapists is he seeing apparently now normally uh you get one maybe you have one in different cities sure. if you don't travel so i can see that but these are all in the Houston area, right? I don't know that they were beyond the Houston area. Everything, Maybe I everything I've that. read, yeah, it's all Houston-based. Yeah. So you would think that uh, since they're all set up in Houston there, that he would find one or two or three and stay with it. I mean, it seems like uh, these guys, I mean, they got so much money available. Let's let's never lose sight of that. It was a big tiff uh, going around between our guy, Stephen, what's his initial, Smith, and uh, a. Uh, Russell Wils- Westbrook about uh, Westbrook saying he's already a champion in life because he's making all this money and giving back to his community. I mean, never lose sight. These guys make millions. I mean, in the game of life, they're, they're just rolling in it. So they have all these personal things going on with chefs and trainers and whatnot. And usually they sort of stick to a small, small number, if not one or two. But uh, Watson's got a mi- uh, whole bunch. Now, I'm not convicting him because I don't think that's fair whatsoever. He's going to deserve his time to work through it if it comes to that. Uh, I don't know if there will be settlements or what, what happened. But either way, no matter what uh, happens, until it does happen, I'm not going to say he did it or didn't do it because I have no clue. you got to give him the benefit of the doubt the way the system works. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out. But it's an unusual story, to say the least. Right, Seahawks wide receiver Tyler Lockett. Four years, $69.2 million contract extension. Includes $37 million guaranteed. Man, that's just an enormous amount of money. But that's the way it goes, man. And Kraft again for the Patriots. He spent an NFL record $165 million in guaranteed money in free agency. Now he's trying to make his team better, said for sure. Uh, the team's recent drafts have fallen short, and a turnaround will be critical for future sustained success. There's no question about that. you got to have the draft. you got to connect on the draft. I mean, that's just the essence of how to build a team with so many players, 52 players for the NFL. Quote, in the end, if you want to have a good, consistent winning football team, you can't do it in free agency. You have to be able to do it through the draft. I don't feel we've done the greatest job the last few years, and I really hope and I believe. And I've seen different approach this year so maybe calling out Belichick a little bit 
I don't know if you kind of seems that way because Belichick does have all the personnel yeah. decision making titles. Yeah. You got to hit in the draft. Uh, he's had a great run, even if it ended today or next year and whatever it ends, it's going to end some point. Belichick certainly has had the great run, but now it's time. Now we see what he's got uh, again. Can he do it again? Because he's already done it, obviously. Can he do it again? Does he want to do it again? How long is he going to stay there? Uh, some storylines to follow in the NFL. There it is, 97.5, the zone. Hashtag Major League Baseball. 2021, we're going to get back to some normalcy, and I definitely think that whoever's going to be at the, in the end of the season and when they get there to the postseason, they're supposed to be there. And that individual is hitting 30 home runs and 100 RBIs that didn't hit, get 30 hits last year, they're supposed to hit 30 and 100. We're going to get back to some normalcy in 2021. That's Torrey Hunter. Oh, great outfielder. Played for the Buzz, I think it was. He did. I remember watching him with the Buzz. Yeah, Salt Lake Buzz. He was a great player. He was an outstanding player, particularly on defense in the big leagues, that's for sure. Angels, Minnesota. Torrey Hunter expects everything to get back to normal. Now, I think he's talking about not just the crowds. I think he's talking about with the ball that we don't see as many home runs, that it's a little more normal. Where 30 home runs is a big deal. Uh, you know, he's viewed as a stat, 300 batting average, 30 home runs, 100 RBIs. That was where he thought of uh, having a big-time season. So uh, we'll see how that works with the ball. They're supposed to be dead, deaden the ball a little bit. Opening day is today, man. I think opening day is the best two-word phrase in sports. Opening day. I'm going to sit myself down and watch some games on television that matter today whole bunch of them got going on here. Opening day is across the country scheduled to begin play, allowing 20% uh, at least. I know the Diamondbacks, they upped it. I think they're at 25. Texas Rangers were criticized by your president, Joe Biden, for planning to allow full capacity in their home opener next Monday. They're on the road, obviously. Well, quote, your president. Well, that's a decision they made. I think it's a mistake. I think it's not responsible. All right. Thank you. The Washington Nationals will be without five players against the New York Mets because one player tested positive, resulting in contact tracing. Four teammates out. Some good matchups today. Blue Jays and Yankees, Rays, Phillies, Diamondbacks, Padres. Oh, me and DJ. White Sox, Angels, Mets, Nationals, Astros, uh, Athletics. And late last night, the Mets, they signed their all-star shortstop, who they acquired from Cleveland in the offseason, Francisco Lindor. Ten years, $341 million. Man, it's the third largest in total value in MLB history. And that was why they acquired him in the offseason. The blockbuster trade, and he's a dynamic player. So we'll see if the Mets spend a lot of money. They changed ownership, I think it was last year. And they're bringing in him, paying him a ton of money. So we'll see if that makes a difference. All right, what is trending? It's brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. You can call them. The phone number for Shamrock Plumbing is 801-295-1690. 295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. 
So, at 9 o'clock, we got Craig Bullerjack. You know him. He does the broadcasting for the jazz on the television. And then right before that, it's always a little fluid when Joe Ingalls calls in, but it's usually pretty good. And he's brought to you by Cypress Credit Union, and he'll be here somewhere between uh, when we come back at that 8.30 segment, uh, 8.45, somewhere in there. We'll get uh, Joe, talk to him about a bunch of stuff, the plane ride, the game last night, and some other stuff that's on his mind, see what he's got to say there. I know he and his wife are doing some stuff for autism, touch uh, base with him on that. Stay with us. Coming up next... And talk about the jazz, tell you where DJ's been and what's happening there, and we'll go forward. So stay with us right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. The Big Show. The Big Show. With Jake Scott and Gordon Monson. The nine-loss UCLA Bruins. Do you honestly believe they're one of the best four teams in the country, or are you going to get on board with me? They got hot at the right time. No, I will say they have proved they are. Stop Let it. me get this straight. You don't believe a team that has won so many games in a row against good teams is not one of the best teams in the country because of what happened in November. Oh, the other several months of the season. Yes, <laughs> we put too much emphasis on the tournament because it's not about finding the best team. It's about what team gets hot at the right time. That may be one of the most illogical statements oh. I've ever heard. You gotta win games when your season is on the line. And that's what UCLA is doing. Catch the big show weekdays from 2 to 7. Presented by Big O Tires, the team you trust. On 97.5, 1280, the zone in the Zone Sports Network. I'll take your co- toast. The question of the day It's brought to you by Jerry Signer Cadillac. At Jerry Signer Cadillac, you can shop your way and get a piece of of luxury you deserve shop your way and get that piece of luxury that you deserve stop by and test drive one today all right jazz with a nice win i should say on that uh, drumming thing he stubbed his toe a little bit uh, i don't think it's major that's why he only played 14 minutes for the lakers we'll so he lost him. his entire toenail Ooh, yeah, yikes. I think uh, Lopez, the big guy from Milwaukee, whose brother does play in the NBA. They don't have three of them. they got two of them. They've been in the NBA a good long time now. I think a couple of uh, a couple of guys out of Fresno. And uh, Robin and Brooke stepped on his toe, and Drummond only played 14. didn't play. Uh, I don't think he played all in the fourth quarter, and it happened in the third quarter. So I still think it's a great addition for what they needed. Uh, and he'll have some opportunity to help that club once they get their two studs back, whenever they, whenever that is, uh, going forward. Uh, Jazz get a nice win. Before we get going, you know, DJ hasn't been working this week, and I think it's time, Yacht. Do we tell the people? Go ahead. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it had to end at some point, and so DJ's taking another job, and uh, so – we wish him the best going forward and uh, let him make that announcement. It's, it's tough for me to talk about, so I'll talk about it at the end of the segment, uh, give you some more detail on that. So stay with us at the end of the segment uh, as far as that goes. But right now we want to get to the Jazz, 111-107. to 107. They beat the Grizzlies. And I think the question of the day belongs around, and the hot take is, uh, how good of a win was that under the circumstances? You know, they get shaken up there with the plane thing. Mitchell doesn't make the trip. He's their guy, their offensive guy, right? He's the engine. I think we'd all agree with that, and he has been playing so well. I think this little stretch that he's had going, um, and I can make a strong argument that it's been the best he's had in the NBA. Now, in the bubble there, he had that thing going on, but I think that was a little inflated. 
because nobody's really come close to any of that stuff that they were doing there. And that was really good. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but, you know, that was in the postseason, particularly, obviously, when he was having those 50-point games. So equating some form of regular season here, that uh, it was pretty impressive what he's been doing. And he wasn't there. So they had to find a way. And they had to grind. And guys had to play big minutes. Joe Ingles playing 34 minutes. You know, that's probably a little bit more than they want. Gobert going 36. All their starters went well into the 30s. So Quinn Snyder up their minutes a little bit there. And then Oni steps in when somebody's out. He seems to be the 10th guy in the rotation, so he gets 14 minutes. And if you believe in the plus-minus, he had a plus-minus of eight. So that's nice. He took, three, what, three threes and made one of them. So he made a little bit of a contribution. But for, for me, I think the story there is that without Mitchell, under somewhat of trying circumstances, they get the win. So how good of a deal is that? I think it's a pretty big deal. It's and maybe not a big deal. Maybe a big deal is overstated. It's a, it's definitely a good deal. It's a nice, nice win. I don't think anybody could argue anything about that. That's something that they needed to have happen, and they did have it happen. And and guys made their way, made their impact on the game. And I think uh, didn't Gobert tweet out tough win, something along those lines. You go something ahead and like look that, that yeah. up. Uh, yeah, so he acknowledged it. So it was a, sort of a gutty win, a tough win, proud of my guys. I think that's what – well, I know I'm looking at it right now. That's what Rudy uh, tweeted out, and good for him. Uh, so Memphis, decent ball club. You know, Memphis missing a bunch of guys too, like Grayson Allen. He didn't play, uh, and he had played the other two games there. And obviously Jaron Jackson, I don't know what's going on with him. He's been out for a good long while. So – uh, John Morant, man, he's he's a spectacular player when he has it going on. Uh, slight of built, but he can he can do some things with that basketball. Man, he's a tough kid. Man. He flicked in a couple of balls there. It looked like a one. He was just trying to draw contact. It looked awkward, but somehow it just went right in the basket. And Valanciunas, at least, you know, he's halfway decent. Uh, 16 points, 14 boards, five assists. A little bit of Jokic going on there. So... I don't think Memphis is a bad ball club. They're not great. A game under 500. The thing that struck me is they're only 11 and 14 at home. That's not very good. Obviously, you need to reverse. I don't even know if 14 and 11 is good enough at home, let alone 11 and 14. Uh, but Bogdanovich got going. He got going early too. I think that's important for his level of confidence to get him going early. He only shot six of 17 from the field, so it's not like he was lighting it up percentage-wise, but. 5-12 from 3, that'll work for you. You'll take that just about most uh, most games from him. So he gave you something because there's been some games offensively he ain't giving you much, 1 for 7, and that's say. not happening at all. Yeah. You know, you just uh, – you can't. so in, in, in effect, when he's doing that, they're without one of their primary guys already. And so you take Mitchell out of the equation. And Conley, Conley knew, okay – I think he knew I got to do something here. And going against his old home team, it's still uh, this is his second year. Uh, I don't think that it was like uh, revenge and all that. I think he probably wanted to be traded, be traded to a good team and a good organization. They've given him a chance to win as he rounds out the end of his career. And he knew that they had Morant there and they need to let that young kid play. 
that's part of the deal. So I don't think it was a situation where I'm just going to show those guys they got rid of me. Maybe a little bit, but I think it was more along the lines of, hey, our leading scorer's out, Mitchell. Somebody's got to step up and replace what he brings if we want to win this ball game, and that's me. I need to do it, and I'm capable of doing it. Obviously, he is 26-7, and seven, four steals. Very nice. Very nice game for him, Mike Conley. Solid, solid game. Uh, one of his better games this season. I can't remember them all. Maybe it was his best game. I don't know. But uh, he figured out a way to have a major impact. And that's, that's the thing that I'm getting at, uh, that they are reliant on Mitchell to do his thing because he's their star, and I really believe he is a star. I think that's for sure. He definitely is a star. Uh, but the thing that, uh, about it is they've got other guys, so they could spread it around. Because the more guys you can have and count on in the postseason, the more success you're going to have. You know, you look at the Clippers, and it's, it's, it's got to be, obviously, George and Leonard. You look at the Blazers, to a large extent, it has got to be Lillard and McCollum. And, you know, as you say that for the Lakers, too, it's got to be Davis and, and LeBron. I understand that. So no matter who, what team you are in this league, you're going to have your stars, and they're going to have to play well, most likely for you to win. They're going to have to make big shots. Even if they don't have great statistical nights, if the game is close, the ball is going to be in their hand, they need to pass or shoot, they're going to have to make the correct play. That's for sure. But it certainly helps. It takes the pressure off, and I think it increases your chances to have success if you can have more players who uh, can contribute. The more, the better. And that's what the Jazz do. So for me, I think this was a good sign. One of the better wins because of the circumstances being what they were and you're leading guys out. And he missed a couple games earlier in the year going way back now. And so not having him here uh, showed that they, they got other guys. I put this question on Facebook. Is it, how much of a good sign is that without Mitchell – that the Jazz still find a way to win. Scott says, it shows the Jazz can also rely on other players in the clutch when needed. If Dom, now he means Don, is off, they aren't one-dimensional. Brian, the best part was Bogey having a good offensive game. 6 of 17, not really good, but he made contributions. Good from three. And particularly, uh, they didn't get off to a slow start and which had been a little bit of a bugaboo. They're obviously way past that. But I was concerned about that going into the game, that they might get off to a slow start offensively, and then it's an uphill deal and just exert so much energy just to get to back to even, get back in a ball game. But that did not happen. In fact, they had a lead early. They had a lead of like 8 to 10 points a couple of times early, and I think a large part of it was Bogdanovich finding a way to put the ball in the basket. So that's good. That's good, obviously. Ryan says, it's funny. Most people say the Jazz cannot win a championship because they don't have that, quote, superstar player. I say that's why they will win it. Look at the other contenders. They lose one guy, they're done. The Jazz lose one, and it's next man up. Unless Rudy goes down, then they're done. Yeah. Well, they don't have anybody who can replace Rudy. Now, it's against Memphis, so it's not a great team. It's sort of like, uh, you know, when you have your injuries and who you're playing. I say that with the Pac-12 a lot. I say that in a conference season, it's not just 
who you're playing, but it's when you're playing them. You know, who's out when you're playing them. Now, the Jazz are fortunate that they get Memphis, not Denver, not the Clippers, not the Lakers at full strength. They get Memphis, and obviously they can handle Memphis. They just beat them three times since Friday. So clearly they're the better team. And I was listening on, I thought I would take a listen on satellite radio to uh, the Memphis postgame. Just to see what they had to say. Get some, uh, and they do it Zoom just like the Jazz do. And they had their coach there, Jenkins. And he was all upbeat and positive. And the reason why I bring it up is because he said, excluding Saturday when they got smoked, but they played two of three against the Jazz, and they hung with them. The first game on Friday was right down to the end. This game Wednesday certainly was right down to the end. Could have gone either way, although I thought the Jazz had more control of it than maybe they did the other night on Friday. I think they let it slip away. Here they didn't really obviously let it slip away a big lead. But the coach kept saying that, hey, we just played the best team in the league. And he must have said it about five times. So he's looking to stay positive for his team, and obviously he's trying to sell it and spin it. But I like the fact that he acknowledged the best team in the league because that's what they are. And they should be acknowledged as that. Does that mean they're going to win it all? I don't know. It doesn't. It does not mean. doesn't mean they're not going to, but I can't say that they're going to. But what I can say right now, through as we're approaching the 50-game mark in the season, in the 72-game season, these guys are the best team in the league. And he fully acknowledged that. And to me, that's the way they should be acknowledged because they've earned that designation at this point in time. Have they not? Yes, they have. Monty, didn't Locke say there was no way the Jazz could beat the Grizz three out of three? Did he say that, Yak? Did he say there was no way? I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, well, he even said that off the air to me. He's like, Jake, there's no way they win all three of these against Memphis. It just, it just doesn't happen in this short of a span. Well, He said that? Yeah, he did. Uh, well, he's a fan, and he's trying to let him down easy. Sure. So, I mean, you go in a self-defense mechanism, and they and they do that, and you have to come up. You know, it's, the schedule's tough. Uh, they got these three games in a short span of time. Or we got injuries. Or we're sick. Uh, it was emotional. That's the great thing about this thing is the excuses were there, and that's exactly what they are to me. These guys are getting paid enormous amounts of money, and I realize they're still human beings, but you're better than Memphis. Get it done. You want to get where you want to be? Get it done. Don't, I don't want to hear all this other stuff, even if that other stuff is somewhat legitimate. I did not, I did not remember Mr. Locke saying that, uh, but he tends to find ways why they can't win uh, because then it doesn't hurt as much, and that's what fans do. And he's a fan. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm a fan, too. I'm a fan. Everybody's a fan. Only Monson insists he's not a fan, and he's hung up on that, so he can continue to be hung up on that. But I'm a fan. How would it be to have to watch all these games and not be a fan? That would be torture. <laughs> to have to do all this stuff, spend all this time watching all these games and not be a fan? Now, I don't get uh, hurt if they lose. It doesn't really bother me. I'm ne- I've never really been a fan that way. I'm a fan of the games and watching the competition. That's what I'm a fan of. And that's what brings me back. I don't get caught up in the final score, but I get caught up in the games. And it would be horrible to have to watch all these games and not be a fan. That wouldn't be fun at all. It's way more fun to be a fan. I don't necessarily live and die by it, 
by the result, but I'm into it for sure, and I want them to win. I'll be the first to admit that. Uh, but I like that. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Playing the same, the same team three times in a row, or not in a row, but since Friday, they played them two in a row, and having the playing situation, have your leading guy be out, still finding a way to grind it out. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. So I agree with that, that uh, there was opportunities there to lose, and I guess it would have been somewhat understandable. I just never like to accept losing uh, for other reasons beyond we didn't play well enough. Is that fair or is that unfair? Am I putting too much expectation on these guys? In my mind, uh, once you start accepting uh, reasons for losing, you're going to lose. Once you let that stuff creep in, well, we got this, we got that, this thing, that thing, then, then you're in trouble. Then you're probably the reasons why you've come up with why you're going to lose. That's probably why you did lose. Whereas if you shut those out and say, no, we're not taking that into consideration. We're not taking into consideration the birds and Mitchell being out and the multiple games against the same team in less than a week. I won't acknowledge that. I won't accept that for any reason as to why we're losing. Well, then you probably don't lose. Uh, if you do, I think that once you let those things creep in and you find, you find yourself saying, well, yeah, you know, we got this and that. Well, then that's what happens. Is that off base? Am I wrong? Let me know. Hit me up on Twitter. Is that a wrong attitude? Or is it my way of thinking, hey, if you lose, it's you, you lost because you didn't play well enough. Don't slide to these extenuating circumstances. Huh? You like it? What do you think, Yak? Am I off base here? I don't think you're off base. I... I'm with you in the fact that people are trying to let Jazz fans down softly if they were to have lost one of those three games, but Memphis is a team that's not the same stratosphere as the Jazz. We're talking about the number one team in the Western Conference. They're gunning to go to the NBA Finals this year, so you better take care of business against teams like this. Especially now, in a regular season. If it gets to the playoff, and losing Memphis... In the last day of March, that's not nearly a bitter pill to swallow as the any postseason fourth loss in whatever series you may get. Those can be crushing. And this year, it likely will be crushing if they come to it and they don't win 16 playoff games because that's what it takes to win the whole thing, right? You got four rounds of seven-game series. And so four times four, is that 16? I think it is. Uh, you got to find a way to get to 16. You get to yep, 16, you 16 then you, games. you rejoice like crazy. You go nutso. And if you don't get it, it hurts. I, I understand that fully. It doesn't necessarily hurt for me, but I get that it would hurt for you as the fan and would hurt for the players and the ownership and the management, all that stuff. I understand that completely. But we're not there yet. We still have a good ways to go before we have to start worrying about that. We got six, seven more weeks to get this thing, get through this regular season thing. So I don't think losing to Memphis uh, is a crushing blow. Uh, it's just devastating. I don't see that. That's obvious, I believe. So you find a way to. And I like the. I like the mental toughness. To me, that's what it's about. Gut it out. And I think that was the best part of the game. 
is they had mental toughness. And the, the Grizzlies probably get a bump. Hey, they're without their best guy. So we have an even better chance to win. And we're a developing team with Morant, a young pup. Uh, so let's let's get a marquee win. Give us something to get excited about, our fans. And they didn't do it. The Jazz did not allow it. So they sucked it up, and they got the job done. To me, that was the number one thing that was the most impressive thing. Okay, I told you about DJ Yock. He hasn't been with us. Uh, and I said earlier, he's found some other work, so we wish him well. <laughs> okay. Well, you don't wish him well? I do wish him well. He's a good dude. Yeah, he is at his core. He'll drive you nuts from time to time. But I sure, I'm sure, i sure I drive him nuts from time to time. We've been doing the show 19 years. Next week is our 19th anniversary. Started in 2002. Where were you 19 years ago? Do you really want to know the answer to that question? Yeah, where were you 19 years ago? <laughs> I was in high school waking up listening to you guys. You're in high school thinking, how in the world am I going to pass chemistry? Huh? That or math. In high school. <laughs> and math. Okay, that's not kind of the same thing. Believe me, I was there. It was not 19 years ago. So all good things got to come to an end, right? DJ has found some uh, other work for himself. We wish him the best. He'll announce it when he does announce it. Except, Yock. I've got to come clean for those of you who gasped. Did you catch on? Did you follow me? Do you believe me? Because today is April 1st, and that makes it April Fools. <laughs> PK got you guys. <laughs> did I get you? Come clean. Did I get you? Did you think that DJ is leaving the show? Did I get you? Now, I used to have a thing with my mother. She's gone now. But every April Fool's, we would try to get each other. We'd find a way to get each other to try to April Fool's each other. Now, you couldn't be outrageous. You couldn't call up and say, oh, oh my uh, wife's been in a crash or something stupid like that. No, you don't do that. None of that. It had to be where it was harmless. And hopefully my little thing on DJ, nope, he's just off. He'll be back on Monday. Uh, so... He's not, he's not even doing talking sports. Uh, I could have done it, but I turned it down. Uh, uh, my, my TV career is over there, I guess. So uh, with that in mind, it was just an April Fool's. But did you ever get anybody? With my mother used to play April Fool's. I got her. I know I got her one time. And I'm living here in Salt Lake and Sandy in the Utah area. And, you know, I used to travel a lot, particularly when I worked for the Watchdog. And... So I called her up and said, uh, hey, I'll be over in a, in a couple hours. I just landed. They sent me down to Phoenix to do an assignment, which they would do from time to time, whether it was uh, the women's basketball when they would play the Mercury, the Stars, I'd be down there or whatever, feature story. And obviously there's games to be covered. I'd be down there. And so I got her. And she said, oh, cool, yeah, okay, yeah, we'll be home, blah, 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 blah. So I went on a little bit. And then I zapped her with an April Fool's. And then she fired off an expletive in my direction. Uh, that's the way she was. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Got any good April Fool's jokes? Have you pulled any that any April Fool's pranks? You got whomever. One time, my uh, my daughter. It was uh, April Fool's on a Saturday, and so my wife goes in there, wakes up my daughter. Come on, come on, you're late for school. She looked. Oh man, got up and uh, started getting ready, and then my wife felt bad 
because my daughter bought it and started getting ready for school. <laughs> so she felt bad that, that she woke her up. And she said, April Fool's. So April Fool's is always a big thing in my house. DJ's not going anywhere. It was simply an April Fool's joke. He'll be back on Monday. Today, April Fool's, the two best words in sports. We'll get to that next. Stay with us, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. Trevor Sikama, co-host of Locked on the NFL Draft. Let's talk about Zach Wilson. Did that really solidify him as the newest member of the New York Jets? When the trade for number three overall went down between the San Francisco 49ers and the Miami Dolphins, I feel like we learned more about what was happening with the New York Jets because you had some detailed messages come out after the 49ers trade that said that they contacted Miami number three, they contacted Atlanta at number four, and they contacted the Cincinnati Bengals at number five. If there was a trade to be made to number two overall, I think the 49ers would have at least picked up the phone, or at least it would have been reported that they would have picked up the phone for them, but it wasn't. And so that tells me that Zach Wilson has been a lock to go number two for quite a while now, and the pro day was, I just think, the icing on the cake for him going very high in the draft. Hanson Scotting, weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Thanks for joining us, DJ and PK. And tell you this segment is brought to you by S&S Roofing. Their huge winter sale and spring sales event is going on right now where you can save thousands of dollars on a new roof. Call pound 250 and say S&S Roofing for your free bid. How about that? That time of year, get a new roof if you need it. And S&S is the place to go. S&S Roofing for sure. All right, I'd said earlier, started the last segment, that all good things must come to an end. David James had found some more work, another job, and he would be leaving us. He would be gone. The DJ and PK show would cease to exist, and it has ceased to exist. Except I said it's April Fool's. <laughs> And I said, you pull any good April Fool's jokes? Yuck, you got one? Yeah, our good friend Blair Red, uh, he sent in this. His best April Fool's joke is my brother put a nice fridge on KSL Classifieds for cheap and with my phone number attached to it. I was getting confusing <laughs> phone calls all morning long till I realized what happened. <laughs> nice. Jeez. Come on. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, yeah, man, you could sell just about anything at KSL. We've sold a whole bunch of stuff, man. We put uh, put a washer and dryer up and just, bang, got deluged with calls. Oops, yeah, that's the way to go. So I can understand uh, people looking for refrigerators and whatnot. My wife has used that oh, yeah. uh, extensively. Um, I guess you get Sometimes you get a little spammed, but you got to sure. just wade through that. Yeah, uh, one thing, if you guys want to send in your April Fool's jokes, you can do it on social media. You can send it to PK and I on Twitter, etc. Or you guys can send in your open mics. Tell us exactly what happened. Use the app. You can record 15 seconds. We'll be sure to get it on air for you. So send those in. Yeah, we got the app cooking now. It was down for a little bit. You download the zone, and then the app comes up there, and then you can listen. I use it. It's an easy way to listen to the other shows when I'm out and about through my phone and not at home and have the radio on. I just uh, I downloaded the app, just clicked on that thing, and I can get it. Just touch a button, and I can get uh, Hans and Scotty from 10 to 2 or Jake and Gordon from uh, 2 to 6 
uh, jazz pregame with Tim Lacombe an hour before each of the games, and then they do the halftime and postgame. So uh, for me, rather than after, especially uh, if I don't uh, have a radio nearby, I just click the phone in a way that I go. So I did say that uh, DJ was gone, and I I contained it. I didn't let it spread. I didn't let it go into another segment. I started the segment with that, and then I moved over it by the end of the segment, talked jazz in the middle, and then I said, ah, just kidding. But I got Justin. We got Justin. Justin Warner says, totally got me sitting in my car late to a meeting to hear what happened. Felt sick to my stomach. (laughs) Well, thank you, Justin, for your loyal support. We appreciate that. I'm sorry that I had you feeling sick to your stomach, that you were late to meeting because I said that I would – explain it at the end of the segment and my explanation was it was april fool's joke tell your boss how... it's pk's fault <laughs> yeah blame me i tell oh, me how do you know he has a boss maybe he's in charge maybe he is the boss maybe that's true yeah so he can be late that's when you know you're something the meeting doesn't start till i get there how about that uh, i've never been in that situation so I don't know uh, how I'd be able to uh, handle that one. So I've never been uh, where I'm the boss. I try to be on time at all times. I value other people's time as well as my own. So April Fools, if you got any, get on our app, tweet at us, let us know. Try to get my mother. I often failed. And she would try to get me. I'm sure she did get me, particularly when I was younger. But normally, as when I got older, it's you, I, we would call each other and then start making some incidental chit-chat to the point we're really doing it. And we're both waiting until we can find a way to zap each other, to get each other on that. And it was hard to do as far as that goes. Uh, so... Uh, we would always have fun, and I miss being able to have that. You have that opportunity to do with someone, particularly if your parent and your parents getting older. Take advantage of it because it goes by and then it's gone. You can't do it anymore. And it's one of the traditions, little things that I always think about it every April first, and that's what we got today. No, I think DJ and I are going to be here for a while. I don't think either was either one of us has any plans to go anywhere else. Why? Why would we? Why would we? We're going to ride this thing out pretty much probably as long as they let us because this is a whole heck of a lot of fun. This job is just absolutely awesome. Love it every day. Love talking about the different things. Love talking about the games and all the games are different. The seasons as they arrive, they, they, it doesn't matter what season. It gets me excited uh, for, the, for the big three. For me, the big three uh, locally, uh, jazz basketball, BYU-Utah football, Utah State football, and then we get into college basketball. I mean, that's our bread and butter, right? You can get national stuff other places, the local stuff. That's what we try to hit. And today is the advent of another season and opening day in the big leagues. I got to admit, as a kid growing up in New Jersey, it always got me excited every time. I loved it. Get your reaction to opening day. Stay with us, 97.5, 1280 The Zone.